Welcome to the new revamped reboot of Three Guys in the Mouth. Josh here with my co-host George. Yo, yo. And Hunter. How's it going, everyone? And if you haven't noticed, there's actually nothing different, but uh, we're calling it a, a reboot because, of course, we waited over a year to come back. So we're like Futurama. We're like, nah, this is a reboot now. <laughs> anyway, uh, on this episode, we're going to be talking... Uh, Destination D23, where they talked about all the new stuff coming to Disneyland, and we'll talk a little bit about Disney World's 50th. So, here we go. Alright, so like I said, we're going to be talking about Disneyland. I just want to start, first of all, sorry about the wait. A lot of stuff happened in between. George had a baby. I've been doing a lot of work through the pandemic and all that, and Hunter just kind of was Hunter the whole time. Well, Hunter starred in a movie. I believe it was called John C. <laughs> and the Legend of the Ten Rings. But... I, I hate you all so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a busy year for all of us. <laughs> but we're glad to come back and talk some Disney, because, of course, we do this anyway. Actually, I just want to start off with a topic. We did lose some things. We should give, like, a moment of uh, memory to the things we lost, like our annual pass holder status. That is gone now because the Magic Key is here, and they're sold out, so we can't be a Magic Key holder. So I'm just in, yeah, tears to the fallen. (laughs) I was just talking about that at work. People were like, how many times would you go when you were an annual pass holder? And I'm like, I would go, like, two days out of the month every month. Now, I have to wait a couple months to go because I'm buying actual tickets. I'm buying actual tickets, and I have to we're, put that in my extension. <laughs> we're, we're the regular people now. That's the world. <laughs> I know. I, I feel like that meme where, like, uh, you know, now I go there and people just see me, they're like, oh, it's the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or what is it? They're like, oh, uh, be, uh, watch out. There's poor people around. <laughs> I have been to Disneyland a couple times, though, since they reopened i will complain a little i feel like some things are like better with the reservation and some things are way 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 worse (laughs) one thing that i want to discuss really quickly and i know you guys have used it too before but uh the mobile app like the mobile order is terrible why am i waiting over an hour every time i use it like i've I've literally used it a couple times and every time I wait over an hour for my food, and I'm like, what was the point of this app if I'm waiting over an hour to get the food? No, I, I get that. Uh, with me and uh, and our sister went, we, we were complaining about that because it was actually easier to go and wait for 20, 30 minutes in a line, you know, to order food than it was to go on the mobile app that promises, you know, to cut down on wait times. They're like, okay, but like, obviously there's a problem here if I'm, if, if I can stand in line and get my food quicker and then wait for a table, and I still get my food before I would have had I, you know, used the mobile ordering platform. Yeah, like, um, I'll give you an example. I use the McDonald's mobile app, and they're amazing. <laughs> I get rewards and everything for using it. And I and I have so much rewards, like, especially when they had the Disney World 50th uh, toys, I was just, like, eating there every day. Just like, I need a Happy Meal <laughs> today, I guess, because I need another one of these. There's 50 of them. <laughs> yeah, so to... Uh, to Adam Hunter's point also, what I like about it is like when you like order whatever, like that's the cool thing because like now you're ordering. But the sucky part is when you click like I'm here, I'm on my way, you expect 
to get your food right away, but you still have to wait another 20 minutes, 25 minutes, and that's that's the upsetting part for me. Well, that's what I mean. It's like I've had two locations that I've used it at where I waited over an hour. One of them was at Smoke Jumper's Grill, which is a favorite of mine. That was terrible. The only good part was that kind of hot and tired. So like for my kids, I was just like, oh, thank God, they're going to get a rest now. And then the other one was Hungry Bear. Hungry Bear, I waited well over an hour. And I was with, uh, like, it was like our whole little grouping because I remember uh, we had uh, George's parents were there and they were like, they're like, are we still waiting on the app? Because of course they're older. So they think the app is making the food or something. But I was like, man, this is like insane. There is one, there's only one place that I've used it at, and it was amazing. And that's what made me think I could use it for, like, restaurants. And that's uh, the Jolly, uh, what's it, Holly Jolly? Oh, man. Yeah, the Jolly Holiday. Jolly Holiday. Jolly Holiday. Uh, Cafe. That one, fantastic. Like, no wait. They have a dedicated area that you just go up to grab it. I was like, it was amazing. It, it was like, I remember I ordered it, and it took, like, a few minutes. And they were like, yep, it's here. Oh, see, that's funny because we only had it work at one place, too, and that was uh, not not the uh, Pins Particle Paste Lab itself, but, like, the little bar off the side where you can order, like, the, you know, you know the bar food, like the pretzel and stuff. When me and Courtney did that one, we got our pretzel and, and uh, other little tiny snacks, like, immediately. But, yeah, the day before that, when we had tried to use it for, for lunch because we wanted to go there, uh, me and Courtney laughed because I'm like, it's going to take longer than waiting in line to order or to use a mobile ordering app. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. terrible, and I guess uh, I guess I can say that kind of leads into where our conversation is going, which is uh, Genie Plus and Lightning Lane. They are here at Disneyland, and they're here to stay, and they're not great, apparently. <laughs> I haven't used it yet. Uh, I actually, well, I'm going in like a couple weeks, and I went on there, and Genie tried to give me like a suggestion, and I already saw like some of the complaints people were saying, like, you put in there like, what rides do you like? What characters do you like? You know, and all that. And then it tries to create, like, a perfect day for you. But it's suggestions to me. I just looked at it and I was just like, why would I do that? Like, it has you, like, going in the perimeter of the park uh, the whole way. And I'm just like, I know it's because they're trying to disperse you as a crowd. But it's like, I'm not an idiot. I'm not going to sit there and go, well, I'll start my morning over at Winnie the Pooh for no reason. Let me get a lightning lane for that. Like, no, nah, dude, I don't need that. Oh, yeah, and then the added thing is the lightning lane itself. Uh, the big complaint already is that the lightning lane um, is creating bigger lines than even FastPass did, which I was reading, it was Mike's chat today, and they were actually talking about it, and they said that one of the problems is that FastPass had an algorithm to figure out, like, how many people should it be? But because Lightning Lane, they're making you pay for it, their stupidity of the concept is that it has no limit on how many people can be doing it. So that's why you get things like, uh, I know in it, the blogger specifically said that uh, on the app, uh, it said that Rise of the Resistance was a 60-minute wait. Then he went and he stood standby and it was 20 minutes. But he's like, then there was a huge line for the Lightning Lane because, of course, everyone's returning at the same time. And I was just like, oh, I'm like, so this is like uh, literally fast pass on steroids. Yeah, see, Twitter, I, I see a lot of people saying like really similar things where they're like, I think the thing is lying to me to try to make me buy it because I go up there and, hey, suddenly this is a, you know, 30, 40 minute wait, not this crazy wait that you're trying to tell me it is. I don't know. It, it seems oh, yeah. really shady. Yeah. Yeah. From what I understand, it kind of seems like they're trying to force people into it, which people are 
figuring out pretty quickly. They're like, what? I don't need to buy this. Or, you know, I know, uh, especially at Disney World, I've seen people complain that it'll suggest you to buy it for like a ride oh, that God. you don't need it for, which I'm like, of course they are. Like, uh, what is for a small joke? World. It's like, what, yeah, when it's suggesting like the figment ride, you're like, why would I need, <laughs> why would I ever do that? <laughs> yeah, that's a punishment oh. going on that ride. This this sounds like Max Pass all over again, or whatever it was when we went to um, to Disney World. Remember when they were when we were trying to get our fast passes going? They're like, like so oh, we can give you fast Space fast Mountain. Yeah, they're like we can give you Space Mountain, but not until like nine. However, you're also going to be forced to take Stitch at noon. You're like, I don't need a fast pass for Stitch. I don't even want to ride that. <laughs> oh, I, I remember very well. No, and you know, it's funny you bring up because people were hoping it was going to be more like Max Pass because as much as I detest the whole, let's make you pay for a thing you already have, Max Pass, uh, I never used it, but I know I have friends that did and they all told me the same thing, which is they loved it. They were like, oh, this is so great. They're like, it was so easy. They're like, I just pay for it. And it was like Fast Pass without walking up to the ride. So you would just sit there and go on the app and go, oh, I want this ride. So you go on there and it says, here's the you know, earliest you can go on this ride. And they're like, cool. And then you just keep going about your day. You don't have to walk up to the ride to get your fast pass. You just do it on the app. It sounds like Lightning Lane is a little shadier where they're like, no, I want you to pay for this because why not? Screw you. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's very obvious. I know we, we laughed about it because obviously I don't think we had done a podcast when this news first came up. But we were like, it sounds like that really stupid thing that they have at Universal where it's the same oh, yeah. concept. And you're like, it's just a paywall for something pass. that, yeah, like, come on, dude. Yeah, and then that's including that the Express Pass, uh, you can't use it on the, uh, the Harry Potter rides. I remember when, yeah. when I went there and they told me that, I was like, oh, I'm not buying this. And they were like, yeah, you shouldn't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> like, when, when the guys working at the Universe are like, yeah, you really shouldn't buy it. There's a problem. Yeah, because they know what rides you need it for, and it's not, it's not the ones that... Uh, that are offered on there. So ridiculous. So um, another, well, this one, though, I am a little excited for. Uh, actually, not a little. I love it. Magic bands are finally coming to Disneyland. Super excited for it. I love magic yes. bands. And I love the stupidity of it. I know some people are like, oh, it's just a dumb little bracelet. But I'm like, just like that thing, uh, to me, it's like it's the Disney magic, right? It's like wearing your stupid Mickey ears. It's like, yeah, you don't need them. But while you're here, you're like, yeah, I love this. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. I mean, we, we all joked around about Magic Bands until we all productively went to Disney World together and we're like, oh my god, these things are awesome. You know, now I, know. I think it's yeah. worth buying, like, for my wife, I can buy her the Doomingberg Magic Band. Because oh, yeah. now we, she could just wear it every time now. Right, and, yeah. and it's not like we're waiting for the big vacation coming up. We can do it for our small trips to Disneyland every once in a while. Oh, and then I know there's not word yet about it, but they also announced Magic Band Plus. I believe it's what they're calling it, uh, coming to Disney World, and it's basically a more expensive one, but uh, it has light-up features, and it plays songs and stuff when you go up to uh, the turnstile now. And I was like, oh, yeah, oh, I saw videos. Good yeah, I've seen money. videos. Yeah. yeah uh, cool. The only thing I am jealous of is the DVC one. I've already seen the DVC one says, Welcome Home, and I was like, ah, oh, Like, hey, I'm home, yeah. too. <laughs> this is my home, too. I mean... Honestly, I've been to Disney World since the pandemic uh, started, you know, and the last time we recorded, I've been to Disney World, but I went on two different trips last year, and I've been to Disneyland once. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah, I've been there one. one time. Anyway, uh, to move on, 
Yeah, I mean, Disney World's cool. We'll we'll talk a little bit about that at the end. But uh, Disney World's cool, but of course it's a different thing. And it was just like easier too. Like uh, flights were cheap. I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna hit this up. This is just <laughs> something random topic. But like Coronation Cafe, like how how do you get in there? Do you need to cut your own leg off to give it to them, or what's going yeah. on? <laughs> so like I said, I'm going in two weeks and. I already am super annoyed because it says that it's all booked up. And I'm just like, uh, and on top of it, we're going, because this is the, you know, light season or uh, the off season. They have it, they're not doing dinner. So it closes at 2 p.m. Uh, and I'm like, I'm going on a Friday. And you're telling me that it's open basically from 11 to 2? Like, that's insanity. <laughs> like, don't open it then. You're just teasing me at that point. I know I was reading today, though, it says that uh, you don't have to get a reservation, but it's strongly encouraged. But then I'm just wondering, I'm like, so what's going to happen when I walk up there? I'm like, because uh, I'm assuming if all the reservations are taken up, I'm not going to be able to walk up and get a table. Right. They're like, yeah, we can get you a, cha- uh, a table. Really? In about three hours. Yeah, for real. If or the party doesn't show up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll be closed by then. So, so annoying. But uh, to move on uh, from that, I did want to bring up uh, some lighter news, which I know a lot of people are super excited for. They did also announce that nighttime spectaculars are coming back to Disneyland. So we'll be getting Fantasmic back, World of Color, and we'll be getting the Main Street Electrical Parade, the parade that will never die, uh, back again at Disneyland. (laughs) Of course, like, I don't know. I feel like mixed because like I, I like it for other people and you know, uh, but I'm like not a big watching any of that stuff. So to me, I'm just like, well, it will be nice that people will be watching this while I'm trying to write things. <laughs> we, we discussed it off mic and uh, it made me laugh when we were discussing it because I, I, I really do love the, the, the uh, electrical parade, but at what point does it become more and more ridiculous because you're like, oh, it's gone forever, but, like, but don't worry, we're going to bring it back in two years because, you know, we have nothing else planned. It's the Agatha meme. Oh, it's gone forever. <laughs> Wink. Wink. <laughs> I mean, if I was making a trip up there, I'd probably uh, may at least make the attempt to try to make uh, Fantasmic because, you know, I do love Fantasmic. But I wonder if I yeah. go with the show, ears will work with it still. <laughs> oh, technology. Yeah, the, the dumbest uh, thing that I have. <laughs> go with the show. Like I said, I, I've seen, like, a lot of people are very excited that these things are coming back because, of course, uh, for a lot of people, this is, like, their kiss goodnight, as they call it. You know, it's the thing they like to watch at the end of the night to say, okay, our day is over. For me, it's right. basically when your legs are, like, about to give up and you're just like, I still got to walk back to the hotel, but it's time to go. Yeah, it's sad to think about that five, six years ago. Uh, you know, kiss goodnight for us was when they're physically forcing us out because they're closing and now it's you know, at like 11, we're like, no, I'm tired. You understand? I, I'm tired. My legs hurt. You're yeah, tired. You're cranky. Right. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to deal with anything anymore. Bob Chappick is uh, at the exit going, you got any cash left on you? Okay. You can... <laughs> that that man. <laughs> we'll, we'll set you, that you for another show. <laughs> yeah. You monsters. I feel like, uh, I feel like Planet of the Apes when I see that man. <laughs> Darn you. you destroyed it. Yeah. You destroyed it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> on that note, the last two things for Disneyland I wanted to talk about. Um, one of them is like a little negative. So this is that downtown Disney. I think it's the West End is what they call it. I don't know if I'm confusing it with uh, Disney World. 
but uh, basically where the theater and so where they were going to build the uh, new resort, they're finally going to start uh, doing something over there. And it's starting with a uh, filed permits, and they're going to be destroying that uh, movie theater that was there for whatever reason. The ESPN zone is going to stay. Uh, and we discussed this off mic, but uh, of course, like I saw a lot of people, they were like, they're not going to take down the Rainforest Cafe that's now the Star Wars store. I'm like, no, people are going in there and buying the Star Wars stuff. They don't care. They're like, we'll keep this store open, whatever. When it's not making uh, money, we'll discuss that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we are losing uh, Earl a sandwich, though, which I'm upset about. And I just saw a tweet from someone saying that um, that they've been informed that Earl a sandwich will not be coming back. And I'm like, wait, what? No! what the? Yeah. I was so that's like our real loss. Oh, I was under the false uh, assumption that, that they were just shutting it down momentarily while they just, you know, tore down the, the old ANC. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, what, that's what I thought, but, you know, we'll, I mean, we'll realistically see, because they really haven't said what they're going to do. It's assumed it's just, they're just basically going to build new uh, space over there, but we'll see what they really do. You know, I'm curious, why did they build a movie theater by downtown Disney? Like, that's so random for them. I know, um, so a perfect reasoning, uh, one of my friends, uh, he used to live in Anaheim, and he said legitimately... Like, as a teenager, you know how, like, we would go to, like, the mall as teenagers? He was, like, right. uh, as a teenager in Anaheim, he's, like, you just go to downtown Disney and hang out. And then he's, like, and then if you're, like, uh, if you really want to, like, go out, you just go, oh, you know, let's go to the park now. Because, of course, they're all uh, pass holders. And I'm just, like, that's, I'm so insanely jealous that you were yeah, on your how Disney fix every day. <laughs> <laughs> they were just, like, oh, yeah, let's hang out down here. <laughs> Hey, what'd you do with your weekend? Oh, I just hung around downtown Disney, you know how it is. I mean, you know, as a Patriots fan, it reminds me of, uh, I've said it before, but I went to Gillette one time in the off-season uh, during the summer because I was doing a show out there. And it, it still makes me laugh when I think of it that I saw people just genuinely shopping at Gillette at the mall that's attached to Gillette Stadium. Yes. And I'm just like, I'm like, that's their football stadium. <laughs> yeah, at their mini, at their mini uh, town that they have over there. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, uh, like I said, well, you know, I guess the ESPN zone, they're using it for that um, VR thing, the Star Wars VR thing they're doing inside there. So I guess they're, that makes a little sense now that I think of it. Yeah, they're just doing all Star Wars now. That's, <laughs> that's all they care about. <laughs> but uh, just I wanted to leave this for last because uh, it's been one of our big themes on this show always is, uh, how do you call it, Hunter? My Judge Dooming? Uh, yeah, Judge Doom over it here. Yeah. It was announced that Toontown will be closing to get revamped, and I was like, ah! <laughs> and you <laughs> said I was, you called me a madman. You called me a madman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but to uh, to go with the Mickey and Minnie construction, they're going to be finally, of course, they're not doing my Judge Doom of just tear the whole thing out. They're finally doing something where they're like, let's fix up this area and not make it look like trash. So, that is one thing I'm glad to see happen. I'm just like, thank you. Because as uh, negative as I have been, I believe originally that was my thing. Was I'm like, either fix the area or tear it down. Like, actually, I feel like that right now with the Hollywood uh, area in uh, DCA. When I was there in September, I, that's all I saw. I was like, this land looks like trash. Like, do like either decide what it's gonna be or tear it out. I don't, I don't like what I see here. I think that she just freaking just. Tear down, dude. Like when I was looking at the photos of what they're adding, like the the, the house and everything is still gonna be there. 
like destroyed. Like that era of Nikki oh, yeah. is gone now. <laughs> Actually, I was discussing it today. Um, I feel like for the first time, Toontown really will kind of make sense because, like, you know, they they basically built that with the whole concept, like, oh yeah, this will be the area that they live in, whatever. But like. Their e-ticket attraction never really, I feel like, never really hit that hard. Like, uh, you know, Roger Rabbit, I love that ride, but it's like, because it's like so far in the back, it just never really connected where people are like really waiting for that. But, and you know, uh, once again, I went to Disney World twice last year. The Mickey and Minnie Runaway Railway is just such a superb ride and i feel like that is definitely a ride on my people will definitely come into the back of the park to ride this like uh hunter you you've been on it right uh no unfortunately oh, no, wait, that's right. important. Me and <laughs> you can watch videos of it and stuff but it really like when you're on it it's it's mind-blowing like you feel like you're in a cartoon like i hate 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 screen but they work so well as a cartoon environment because like Everything is animated and moving, and there's so many things you could be taking in, and there's different things that you see every time. It was just, for me, it was everything. I was like, oh, that was the thing I was blown away with. I was like, this was definitely worth building. Like, uh, But my criticism, of course, is that at Disney World, uh, they have it in the Chinese theater, and it just doesn't fit to me, where it's like, I don't understand why this ride is here. But when they said that they were going to bring it to Disneyland uh, and it's going to open next year, I was like, that makes sense. I'm like, that's definitely a Toontown thing to have, like, is going into this Mickey uh, cartoon. Yeah, and especially if they're, uh, if they're investing so much of, like, that ride, like, all the way in the back, like, like, how do you bring, like, guests all the way to the back for just that ride? And yeah. the best answer is you just have to read being brand new, kind of. Yeah, that's why I'm, because, uh, you know, they could have obviously, they could have just totally, uh, they could have totally just uh, phoned it in and been like, oh, you know what, let's just uh, build this ride, this new ride and not fix anything around it. And like you said, like the concept art that they showed of what they're going to do, I was like, A plus, like, they're finally, uh, I mean, like, if you've been there, like, that's, a, that's one going back to the same meme. Well, uh, that's the one where you walk back there and you're like, oh, the ghetto, because it's like, <laughs> There's so many remnants of, like, the old Toontown that are gone. And you're just, like, like the funniest one to me. And I loved it when I was a kid because I was a kid when they opened it. But they had, like, a ball pit over by the uh, uh, Chippendale treehouse. And it's just all, – all it is is a net over, like, that area. So you can see it, and you can see it collecting, like, uh, leaves. And you're just like, what's the – why is this here? Like, it looks so trashy. And the, the Donald Duck uh, boat looks terrible, too, like, I'm just like, just really invest in this and really redo it. Like, just make it uh, like an actual, like, nice uh, area for kids to run around. Part of the issue, and we touched upon it in the uh, in that episode we did where we were talking about what was wrong with it. But part of the issue is you have these bright, vibrant colors, and they're getting scorched by the sun and drying out, and you're not at any point saying, hey, maybe I should touch that up. Instead, they just left it there, and they're like, oh, it'll be fine. Yeah, they were like, oh, it's not, no one will notice. No one's back here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, and, the pizza, kind of back- and the pizza sucks too <laughs> oh yeah their food there is so terrible and uh i really hope that they fix that too their their food but i'm like i don't mind that there's food back there but please like actually you make don't it need half food yeah ma- make it snacks like i know the whole concept is they uh because it's the whole thing that it, they share one kitchen 
and it's like I think it's three um, things, you know, kind of like uh, the cozy cones. But I'm like, you don't need them to be meals. You can just make them like snacks. Exactly. Like, uh, hey, yeah, you know. Speaking of snacks, I know Bob Iger was guys... a listener, but I don't know about Bob <laughs> Havoc if he's listening. I don't know but... if you guys saw this on like social media, but like. There's just, like, everyone's, like, posting just, like, snacks, snacks, snacks at Disneyland. And, which, like, that's makes sense because, like, that's what I do. <laughs> yes. No, you're snacks. right. Uh, that's, a, that's a big Disney blogger thing is snacks. Uh, like, I, I'm just thinking, I'm like, you know, because, what, they have three of them back there. And I, I want to say the pizza one, they haven't run for, like, a while. Uh, they basically only run, I think, the ice cream parlor. But it's, like, you could easily just... Do it like, like I said, like the cozy cone. You could have one that's chili or something, like something just like you can grab and go. Like it shouldn't be stuff that you're sitting there like, oh, uh, <laughs> let me have this terrible plastic pizza that I'm not gonna, that's not gonna leave my system for ten years. Finally, um, so that's it for like Disneyland stuff that we wanted to talk about. I did want to touch a little bit on because we were talking about it, Disney World's troubles right now. Uh, there's a lot of rumors, and of course, uh, we know people that work out there. Uh, but basically, there, there's a lot of talk about, you know, now that uh, we have to have the evil Bob uh, in charge, that he's upset that the <laughs> Disney World 50th is not um, selling well. Like, uh, people are not coming specifically for it. People are upset when they do come. That uh, I've heard about that, that, like, there's a lot of things that a lot of the surveys are putting out. A lot of people are openly saying that they, they were stating on their survey that uh, they felt kind of like so kind of cheapened or whatever you know like the park uh, the parks don't look ready for this celebration and it didn't feel that magical and I just love the audacity that and we talked about this during the pandemic but uh, there was rumors the whole time that with uh, Bob Iger not really running the company anymore that it came on Bob Chappick to decide what are we going to do and his attitude was like Oh, well, they're going to come anyway because it's the 50th. So we'll have merch and it doesn't really matter that these rides won't be open. But uh, I was just listening to the Jim Hill podcast and he was talking about that. Now, the basically all of management is like, why are people not coming to Disney World? And that's why there's rumors already. They already announced that the so basically there were a ton of rides that were supposed to open for it. Right. Uh, it was Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, Ratatouille, uh, what is it called? Ratatouille, Remy's Adventure, or whatever. Everything's like about that yeah. now. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind, the Moana little water thing, and then the Tron Light Cycle Run. Uh, so those were all supposed to open for the 50th. But because of the pandemic, they were like, are we going to spend money on this? Or will we just like slowly build this stuff and like open them one at a time? And they opted for the cheaper option, which was open them one at a time. But the rumor is that they're basically realizing, you know, to their own uh, arrogance that people don't, are waiting now because they know they're building on this stuff. They're like, well, I'll just wait until they're all done. And I'm like, what did you think we were going to do? Like, we're not stupid. I'm not going to spend thousands of dollars on a trip when you're also telling me, like, by the way, when you get to Epcot, half of it is torn up. It's like, no, I'm just going to wait. Uh, like, I know, yeah. I, I mean, I went twice, but uh, that was because crowds were uh, small and I'm a Disney fan anyway but people who go once in their life they're gonna wait because uh, especially like I, I've seen the biggest rumor right now is like uh, Tron Light Cycle Run is that there's a rumor that it's gonna get pushed another year uh, and Ooh. Jim Hill was explaining that 
uh, it's not that it will need another year. It's that they're thinking about pushing it to open next year to have something to sell to say, hey, Tron Life Cycle Run is open now. But he said that uh, it's also dependent on um, because he said he heard that it should actually be finished like in fall. But he said it's kind of like um, Rise of the Resistance where they're, they're calling it fall, but they're saying it's like November, December. But uh, he said that if they don't see a big enough bump from the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy coaster, that they're basically going to open that thing in December. So, which I was like, yeah, of course, because they'll be like, oh, crap, people really don't want to come if there's nothing there. Right. I mean, that's the weird thing is I'm like, I wonder how big that bump is going to be because the Guardians is a big, big, pro, uh, you, you know, thing to have in your back pocket. But the Tron light cycle is one of those things that we saw become such a huge hit overseas. So, I mean, I was more excited for that than I was for, for Cosmic Rewind. So I'm, I'm curious to see what that bump is going to look like that they're talking about. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, for me, Cosmic Rewind, I know it's going to be a hit. But the other issue, and I, I know I said it off mic to you guys, that front area of Epcot is so torn up. I feel like people, are, that that's what they're going to see, is they're going to see a bump in attendance, and then they're going to immediately see complaints from people that are like, I don't know where this ride is. I had to ask directions because, like, there are walls everywhere in the front, and it's super confusing, especially if you don't know where you're going. And you said it off mic where it's like, it, it looks, you know, it looks like a... It looks like the remnants of, like, a fight scene after after the Avengers have, you know, swept through the area. Like, oh, look, garbage everywhere. Terrific. Sucks that how Epcot, you know, when you walk in, like, like you said, there could be walls everywhere. Um, because it's such a beautiful view of, like, the beginning, and now it's just going to be all the construction. Uh, I will say, though, like, uh, if you guys don't follow Zach Ridley, he's a... Uh, Disney Imagineer and he's been like kind of chronicling like everything uh it's pretty obvious he's like uh, I feel like he's their new uh like Joe Rohde or Tony Baxter that they kind of see okay. so they kind of have him as a rock star where he's like posting stuff all the time and giving you first first look I I have to say like I feel like he's really showing you though like he's like there is a lot of work that you guys don't realize goes into this like I'm always critical of Universal but it's like Universal doesn't care like Everyone can say what they want, but I'm like, like, for instance, you know, I went to Universal Hollywood, uh, George and I, we went to Universal Hollywood, and I just, for the first time, <laughs> seeing, like, the Harry Potter, the way that they just smashed it in there, I was just so disgusted. I was like, man, like, for people to be telling me, oh my god, it's so magical, I'm like, no, it's not. Like, if you've been to the one in Florida, that one's obviously better, and it's like, a bigger area and it's not right next to Simpsons where you're just like oh okay there's like no <laughs> seeming in between it's just Simpsons and then it's Harry Potter immediately and I'm just yeah. like uh, or when you're going down to the lower lot and you see them building the Mario world uh, I'm just like that one I feel like they're doing a better job because you can tell it's like a contained area so you're not going to see the rest of the park from inside of it yeah I think oh, or the, the, the Secret Life of Pets the... that was like in its own corner yeah, it was just, like, kind of hidden, too. But, honestly, like, at uh, Hollywood, I think Mario's going to just beat out Harry Potter because of, like, how big it is it's going to get. Like, if if you put, I don't know, are they doing it one in Florida as well, the Mario? Yes, they are. I, uh, I think uh, it's rumored to be a part of the epic uh, park. 
I don't know. I, I, universe. I, for, for sure, I think Hollywood, um, Mario is going to take it more than Harry Potter. But I don't know what the Florida, like Harry Potter, it's like, that's, it's still amazing so, over there. So my thing is, the so, uh, of course, the Harry Potter is open in Japan, right? Or, I mean, uh, Harry Potter, the Mario is open in Japan. And I know it's doing well with, like, money, right? Like, uh, sales, like, of merch. But I have seen that, like, uh, other than the blog, because the bloggers, of course, they hate Disney. Uh, as much as these Disney fans say they love Disney, they hate Disney. So immediately the first day of the Mario uh, Land being open, they were like, what they did with VR on the Mario Kart ride is so spectacular. But then uh, I knew it would happen. I remember telling you guys this. Uh, it took one week for all of a sudden everybody on Twitter and stuff to be super negative, where they're like, this ride is so lackluster. And they're, they give you like the these glasses because it has a VR aspect to it but they're like it's like you, you don't really understand what's going on and you're just like I have to wear these for the right to be good like why do I have to do that and I'm like yeah that's what I thought was going to happen was that they had an idea and they thought it would be cool but it doesn't work because it doesn't work that way people don't uh, register that they, they just take it like oh this is basically a screen now mm-hmm and let me complain also, like, the Avengers land, uh, I've already openly said it to, like, every person. I'm like, because people have asked me, they're like, what do you prefer, our, uh, you know, the Rise of the Resistance or the Spider-Man ride? And I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, Rise of the Resistance is, like, a landmark e-ticket. The Spider-Man ride? My eight-year-old, when we wrote it, when we got off, she immediately, she was like, so it's just screams? And I was like, dang. She was like, yo, this was so lame. <laughs> Mind you, well, we did have fun, though, when we wrote it, because we bought, uh, we did buy all the Web Slinger stuff, so we did get to do that. That was pretty fun, but, yeah, when we got off, she was just like, man, she's like, she, she told me, she was like, it was just screen. She's like, I thought we would, like, get to really see something, and I was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> did you you wrote in front of a screen and shot at stuff. Oh, oh I absolutely loved different. it. Um, yeah, Hunter is a Spider-Man thing. fan, so he's, he's my favorite character. I was the only person who I think was actually excited for Avengers Land. But uh, the thing is, like, I enjoyed it, and I understand the complaint, because I, I, I said something along the lines to Courtney where I was like, oh, man, I was kind of hoping that, that, you know, it was going to be, there was going to be more physical stuff to it. Not that I didn't enjoy it. My chief complaint was the same thing that I have about Toy Story Mania. I was like, dude, my arm, my arms were killing me after that ride yeah. because, you know, it's a lot of constant shooting. Like, I, I said... Yes, I would. I would only hope that in the future, maybe they slow down the sections where you're shooting stuff because I'm like, you don't even have time to appreciate some of the scenery that you that you're looking yeah. at on these screens because I, I you're so focused on just whipping your arms around. But I did enjoy yeah, the ride. Know, it just it hurt. Like, um, especially there's like a guardian. Uh, there's a guardian's tower part, and that one, like, uh, I was super annoyed because like. I had heard there's like little, uh, you know, Easter eggs in it, but you can't tell because you're shooting everything. You're just, you're not looking at anything. And I also think that it's, you know, with a screen, you don't, it doesn't register the same way to you when you see something like that. Yeah, interesting. And that's, uh, and that's fair, mind you. I will say I did think the Avengers line was cooler than I thought it was gonna be. It was also a lot more. I would say, like, for a regular guest, it was more lackluster than I thought it would be because it's very small, right? Uh, it is. And, uh, and the store is also small and really only sells the Spider-Man stuff, and, which I, I still think 
the fact that the cart had the stuff that said Avengers and Stark and all that, I was just like, what a wasted opportunity. You needed to have like a, like you needed to have that big store in there that was just like, this is where you get all your random Avengers crap. <laughs> like, they, like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, like, uh, was it? Where was so disappointed? I was disappointed yeah. because like oh yeah you went you there uh, I forgot yeah you, you yeah I was there. disappointed because it was like you said it was a bunch of Spider-Man stuff which I don't mind but like I was waiting to see like I don't know like Iron Man's helmet selling for like five thousand um, dollars like that building with the Quinjet <laughs> the building with the yeah. Quinjet on it they that should be a store and it should be a big like warehouse style store you and like I'm thinking of it now for them you don't even have to theme it that hard you could do it as like uh, the Avengers, like, uh, warehouse. And you can go in there, and it could be, like, even, like, uh, like, Raiders of the Lost Ark style, where it's just, like, boxes, and, like, little boxes are open, and you can see it's, like, something from the movie, and you're like, oh, cool! And they could have, like, random props displayed, uh, you know, and they could totally pull that off where you could really set it up like it's just a warehouse, and it's like, here's random, uh, Avengers stuff you can get and see. Right. Uh, yeah, and, and then, I'm doing the work for them. I know Bob Iger is a listener, and if he could report this to somebody, <laughs> he could just like you oh, know, yeah. step back in for the company. That'd be nice. Uh, I and I I do uh, I think uh, we should end it on this though. Uh, of course, a few days ago was the official last day for Bob Iger, uh, and he did a little bittersweet post about it and all that. And uh, it is uh, I know people were mad at him towards the end, but I I genuinely feel like for us like as fans like he at least understood like that um we were important you know because yeah. uh, uh as much as i know people are saying i'm doomsaying uh you know doomsaying or whatever but i'm just like they did their quarterly earnings and the first it was the first time bob chapik did it himself without bob Iger there and he didn't call us guests he called us consumers and Ooh. I told everyone, uh, every Disney fan I know, I said, I was like, we are heading into dark times if all he sees us as are wallets. And I'm like, you know, it's that joke. Like, we always believe that Disney sees us as a wallet, right? I'm like, they at least are polite to your face. I'm like, Bob Chappick is straight up in the earnings call calling us consumers. And I was just like, we are in dark times right now. Right. Like, what? Like, I'll give you... I'll give you a perfect example. Um, I was just listening to, uh, uh, like I said, the Jim Hill podcast, and he was talking about the uh, Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel, and I couldn't help but feel like I'm like, what he said, I was just like, I hope to God it fails. Because because it really, so if you don't know, the Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel um, is like Bob Chappick's, like, it's his everything, where he's like, it's experiences, and at that, it's signature experiences where you're paying more to experience stuff. And apparently, the uh, the word already is that his plan is that if this goes well, he's going to put one in Paris to be connected to their Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. He's going to put one in Japan connected to their Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. He's going to put one in. Uh, he's planning to put one also in like Anaheim. And I'm just like, no. I'm like, if you think. You're just going to start building these hotels that are specifically, you know, thousand. you have to spend thousands of dollars per person to experience. I was like, you can go straight to hell, bro. Like, I don't, we don't need this. 
It's like, remember way back uh, when Lone Ranger came out and I said, I hated to admit it because I liked the Lone Ranger movie, but I also was hoping the Lone Ranger movie would bomb because the rumor was that they were going to redo Big Thunder to be the Lone Ranger. And I was like, please don't. Like, just don't. Right. And, yeah. Uh, that That's such a disappointing thing because, like, we joke about not liking traffic and stuff like that. You're like, dude, we get it. It's a business and you have to run it like a business. But at least Iger understood that you have to, you know, like, like, you're you're talking down to the people that are that are at the end funding your craft. That's super disappointing to hear. Yeah. Yes. Very upsetting. But that's things to come, right? So that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, once again, sorry about the wait. Uh, this is our season seven intro, I guess. Uh, or I guess I said it, it's a reboot, but I, I was joking when I said that. <laughs> that was just a dumb <laughs> stuff we were saying. But uh, you know. Uh, Thanks, guys. Uh, I do plan, we do plan to, like, start putting these out more. Um, I do have one that I want to do just about my trips to Disney World and my trip to Disneyland. And, uh, obviously, George uh, and I will talk about our experience going to Disneyland post-pandemic. And, like I said, I am going to Disneyland in a couple weeks, so you'll probably get to hear more from me on that, especially now that Lightning Lane and all that is there, so I can see really what it looks like when you're there. But, uh, you know, um, I want to thank you guys. Sorry once again about the wait. Uh, anything, last words you guys have? Uh, I mean, it's good to be back. Uh, it's really funny because I know there's been a couple times over the uh, past, you know, year or so. We're like, hey, we got to come back. And it's just great to finally uh, sit down and record it. Well, you know, like I said, Hunter was busy fighting the forces of evil uh, from his dad. Uh, oh, God. You know, <laughs> you guys missed out. If you follow me on uh, Instagram, it's, uh, you, you've missed out on just me photoshopping Hunter's face <laughs> into Shang-Chi. Because and the he best, is Shang-Chi. But the best part is, like, it's, like, not, it's not bad photoshopping, but it's, like, crudely pasting my face over. <laughs> I mean, I did a pretty good one of me today as uh, Tom Brady leaving the Super Bowl as a <laughs> <laughs> I, I did what I did win my work one though, so that's I guess that's what what it's all worth, right? Because <laughs> I won money. Hey, I was gonna say like that one was for money though. <laughs> yeah, huh. and Tom Brady won it for me, so kudos to that Florida man. No, just happy to be back, and like we'll try to continue more. Cool. All right. Uh, well, that's gonna do it for us. So thank you guys, uh, and we'll see you guys next week. See you later. Have a good one, guys. Ciao.